I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Who told you that? Oh, you're so angry. Hi, Brendan. Hello. Uh, what a week it's been since we last saw each other, right? <laughs> I know. I should say hello. I shouldn't sound so depressed when I talk, but hello. Hello. Yeah. No, we're happy to be with each other remotely. Remotely. Um, yeah. uh, we haven't done remote since four years ago, actually. We did do remote? One time when I was in Georgia. Oh, I don't even remember that. It was like so complicated and we like recorded separate audio and I had to go, for some reason my mom's Wi-Fi wasn't working properly oh, yeah. that night. And so I had to go, I tried to go down to the grocery store to use the grocery oh. store's Wi-Fi because like my mom lives kind of behind a shopping center and I, I eventually got it to you. But yeah, yeah, it was June of 2016. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, our audio was shit back then anyway, so it didn't really matter. I know. And we're, I think we're, we're all set right now. We have a good setup. You took a mic. We were, we were prepared for this. <clears throat> yeah. Um, this past week we did a, our very first come through queen Instagram live, mm-hmm. which was fun to get together with our listeners. 50 of you showed up. I would love to do like something where the two of us can like have someone jump in. Yeah. Like, maybe a zoo, maybe the zoom is the answer. Maybe, or it's just like, I think what could also work is just like either you and I take the reins of uh-huh. the Instagram and then we can have people jump in. I had um, former guests reaching out to me, eager to jump in and others. So I think it could be fun. Yeah, definitely. Someone, everyone's you- like my tweet said, everyone's doing Instagram lives. I know, but I feel like there's a very negative implication to that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there is. People are complaining about it on Twitter for likes, but it's also like... But people complain about everything. I like tuning... I like that a lot of people are going live. I like tuning into people's lives to see, like, what's up. I tuned into... Connor did one um, with uh, Holly Shorthall. Yeah. Um, earlier today. And I liked watching that. It's fun. Yeah. 
I mean, in uh, this day and age where we can't see each other, might as well, right? It's the only thing we can do. I mean, like, I've video chatted more now than I have since Yahoo Chats when I was a burgeoning teen. They had video chat with that? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, wow. yes. <laughs> I would... That's that's what led to... I won't go into it, but that's led, what led to my first... Um, <laughs> wow. <you know. laughs> uh, okay, but... There's one thing that's in the news. Yeah, which is we were blessed with the Beverly Hills trailer, which we were expecting last week, as we discussed on last Mm -hmm. episode. What what are we thinking? First of all, justice for Sutton Stracky Strack. Wow. I would be outside of Bravo with the protest sign right now if it weren't for um, self isolating uh let's talk about our theories regarding that my theory is that they announced they had to announce garcelle because she's an actual famous person right so she was filming with the ladies so it was not going to be a secret right like we would see garcelle filming with them and we we would know she's a cast member Mm -hmm. So, so they had to announce garcelle and sutton at the same time and I think if it was like Sutton and another random person, there never would have been an announcement. And we would just remember seen... back to the Garcelle moment. And didn't we have like theories of like they announced her because they were coming off a really poorly received season? Well, I, th- I think it might even be a combination of the two things mm-hmm. that they wanted to like improve goodwill and then also make a news moment of what would be spoiled anyway. Right. And it's, it's the come through queen curse at work. Right. As someone said, it is, I mean us this time me more standing a woman who we've only seen social media tidbits of, or like weird press reports of. Yeah. And then they end up being a friend of, and that's that. Well, both you and Jennifer Tilly are very sad. Well, this is why that's part of the reason I was a stand because like, if you're best friends with Jennifer Tilly, like I said before, you have to be some sort of wacko. Right. Um, I saw an Instagram live, I think of Sutton with her two huge cats and one of them hissing it. And it makes me like mad that we're going to miss that too. Yeah. Well, she'll, she'll probably have confessionals, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know we are. I think we've already seen her film them. I think we, I've seen photos of them. Okay. But let's I get back to the say, trailer, right? Right. Um, speaking of confessionals, one thing that I love, if you've noticed on, I've been watching like Top Chef in the background today for some reason. I don't even know why. Sure. But um, they've been running Beverly Hills just like previews as they do. And they're differently cut commercials. And one of them features them and it's, Denise in her confessional, but it's just the green screen. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw And that. it's like, they're like, so are you ready to talk about this finally? And she smirks and I screamed. Yeah, that was good, I have to say. Yeah. Okay, so we started with the trailer. I liked the start of it with the psychic or astrologer. or Astro- Astrology man, I think is what um, Erica yeah. calls him. Astrologer. So he is saying what each woman their characteristics are based on their sign. Mm-hmm. And then we get clips of all of the women individually, which I liked. Yes. Um, Garcelle got a big introduction in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that she's joining is a big deal. It is a big deal. Definitely. And seeing her in action, I was like, okay, I love this. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, we get some who has a speaking role, unlike Elise in New York. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, before we get to like what seems to be the plot point, we get shots of almost every former <laughs> Beverly Hills housewife. Yeah, so we have Camille, we have Adrian, we have Brandy, we have Kim, we have Eileen. Okay, I want to talk about this now. We know that all these people started filming late in the season. Right. So my concern is 
a lot of what we saw would be in a mid-season trailer. I feel like we're being bamboozled by this trailer in general. Okay. And like, we just have no idea. And I feel like Beverly Hills trailers are often like that. We're like bamboozled by them. I don't even, I don't even know if I know your take on this. Like, did you, are you, did you like this? Are you excited or like, what, what's your feeling? I mean, maybe it's like the constant overwhelming anxiety that didn't let me get excited about this, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm, I'm not necessarily, it didn't excite me as much as it did other people, but I did love parts of it. Like, I mean, I, the internet was loving it. I know. I just like, I don't trust Kyle Richards to bring anything good. And as much as I love her, I feel like Lisa Rinna is about to bring us a bunch of the same. Mm -hmm. Like stirring shit, but like in a way that like will make a couple good gifts, but like won't necessarily be good for like the rest of the show. Yeah. I mean, the issue with this show remains the issue with the show is that these people are not friends. Right. They're castmates. They're acquaintances. They're acquaintances. They're coworkers. I mean, I'm I'm closer with a lot more of my coworkers than these women are. Uh, which is, I think, a good transition to what appears to be the storyline of this. There are two people that seem to be closer than coworkers. Right. And that is Denise Richards and Brandy uh, Glanville. Right. Which everyone's heard the media reports about this. It's nothing new, but we're going to get to see it play out, if it yeah. plays out. I love how much screen time Brandy is getting. Mm-hmm. Filming with Kyle Richards, no less. I know, isn't it? It's so wild to see her and Kyle together, and her and Teddy. Yeah. So weird. Teddy, I feel like, is going to be a dud. I mean, she's been a dud for how many years? I know, but especially a pregnant Teddy. What season with Teddy are we on? Her second? Her, this is no, her third. this is at least her third, yeah. Her third season. Oh. I mean, we wow. even got Chicago in the trailer, which they famously filmed at the very end of filming. God, for some reason, I got confused with... Tinsley and Chicago, oh. the actual city. No, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, like, that too would be something in a mid-season trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm optimistic a little bit. I'm just, I'm into. I just want them back because they haven't been back in a very long time. Oh yeah, I mean, we they were due back in December. Right. So. Want them back. Uh, I'll tolerate it. There's a commercial on for them right now. Garcelle is a star. Yeah. Is a star. Yeah. And I love how they're setting up the Denise stuff. They're setting her up as like this like outcast villainy, but not villain type. And I like it. Yeah. I mean, we'll take what we can get. Because I think this is a good transition to the point that OC, Dallas, um... Jersey. Jersey. Their production is going to get fucked with what's going on. Yeah, so I know for a fact that Jersey was supposed to have cameras up or get cameras up very soon, and that's obviously being delayed. Dallas was mid their new season. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City was mid. Maybe they're near the end of theirs, but still. And uh, what was the other one you said? OC. OC. OC was filming. Yeah. We saw we saw photos of uh, Shannon and Kelly that were posted like Saturday the other night. day, this yeah. weekend. Yeah. So I wonder like what will happen. Are we gonna get like time jumps? Like what when can filming even start again? We I don't know. know. And it's not like it's not like they can I mean, I bet you will see a lot of cell phone footage in the one episode that they all have to deal with this crisis. And yeah. then they'll do a time jump probably. Yeah. Another Bravo related news as to what's going on in this world. Ramona seemed to be the first voice of reason. Yeah. She as was far like as self-isolation po- goes. Yeah, she was posting online about self-isolation, stay home, don't go out, this or that. Well, we had like a Sheena Marie saying, like, this is just not what I'm gonna do. Like, that's right. not me. But then she, I she, will she say, went back on that. 
eventually. Well, after you got mean at her from the Come Through Queen Twitter, I will say. Uh, this is like, <laughs> sometimes you got to get mean, right? Mm-hmm. No, I support I, you. I just, it just was, it was a different voice than is usually heard on our Twitter yeah. account. Yeah. I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. I will say about Ramona though, is did she, Mario and Avery travel amid when she was talking about self distancing and isolation? That is like not 100% clear. I would say. It seems like her first posts about it were from New York. Yeah. And then she proudly was in Boca Raton. Yeah. I think that's it for the news, baby. Sit for the news, baby. All right, let's come back with Atlanta, Pump, New Jersey, and Summer House. Perfect. And we're back with some Atlanta, a supersized Atlanta. Yeah, and for what reason, really? Because um, we're like having the time of our lives in Greece. I got to say, this was the best episode of the season. Yeah, I mean, it was like Cats 2. <laughs> it was Cats take 2. Take Greece. Uh, as someone who watched this episode twice, there are so many comedic moments mm-hmm. like lines that like you might have missed during your first viewing yeah i mean like i said any line where they talk about the cats yeah. is gold um but we started off with going to lunch in that suspended contraption i would, would love hate it. this <laughs> i would love it i would hate it so much i'm deathly afraid of heights and but though this is kind of a different situation because like you're facing someone else you're facing someone else and you're strapped in there so it's a little different than like if you're on a mountain you know yeah i think it's fine but nini nini did not want to go all the way up there to eat a leaf i know but they they ate more than a leaf uh, well, I think it seemed to be mostly like a salad, pre- already prepared food, because it's not like they had a stove up there. Right. You but there was I mean? like a rice pilaf with like a shrimp on it. Yeah. But this is where trouble starts. Right. Now, I don't know what <laughs> what Kenya is thinking. She's just doing her Kenya thing to try to stir the pot. But, but it's becoming increasingly obvious because she's doing it at every turn this season. But like with her one eye, she had like 10 other people to stir the pot with. I know. Like how many red wines are there? <laughs> Several. <laughs> I loved at whatever point, it might've been during this, I think it was during this lunch or whatever, where Portia was trying to whisper tips in Cynthia's ear. Oh my god. And then what did Kenya Kenya had a really good line here that's saying unless you're unless you're talking about Hennessy or something else. Who, Hennessy or hookah. Hennessy or hookah. <laughs> <laughs> then Portia won't know. Love that. Yeah. And then I love them like discussing whether she had been read while they were hanging up there. Mhm. Perfect. Um and then in a confessional, we get more for fourth wall breaking with like Kenya flipping out when the producer is asking her about why she was doing this to Cynthia. Oh yeah. She said, what did she say? Like who wrote that question? Yeah. Who's writing these questions? Like I- I'm not going to explain myself again. And this, this just goes more into what we've seen in OC, what we've seen in New Jersey that the rules this this go round, the producers of Real Housewives finally decided to be like, or yeah. the editors rather, finally decided to be like, okay, we're not taking, we're not going by the rules that we used to go by. So yeah. if you think that something's not going to be included because you make a scene, you are wrong. And we've been calling for this since very early days come through Queen. What back when Teen Mom OG was premiering, and we were like, follow in the, these footsteps. And they finally did it. And I think the place that we're at right now is 
great and perfect, but I think eventually, like, I would like them to do more. Mm. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if once Housewives starts to, like, decline more and more, I wouldn't mind for producers to be some of the characters. Sure. Which, in New Jersey, they were this week. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, so we leave the suspended uh, dinner, and we're, like, traveling somewhere else, and they're talking about relationships in general, and, like, Candy's talking about Todd not being rich, but, like, he had drive. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who it was. It was, like, either Marlo or Portia was, like, come on, Lemonade, as a reference <laughs> to Mama Joyce. <laughs> I would stop. Like, there's so many little lines in this episode that are gold. They're so they're so quick. Is yeah. this also the ride where um Candy was talking about how she is going to remain to continue to have a relationship with her surrogate and oh yes 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 might also employ her surrogate yes which is that's, interesting that's interesting you don't hear about that very often yeah but I feel like if anyone can do it it is Candy yeah I feel like she's got like such a good like uh, even keeled brain for that kind of thing and can be the kind of person who can pull that off yeah so we go some markets i think and then we go smashing plates i want to smash a plate i saw on tiktok there's a trend on tiktok and by trend i think i actually only saw one where people were writing down all of like their insecurities and Mm. like um bad things that happened to them in their life and then on a plate like with a sharpie and then they smashed them yeah I mean, what uh, question, what are we doing with the plate shards? Can we melt them back down into like new plates or no? I think maybe you like use them to like create a nice little sidewalk. A mosaic? You put them them in in cement in a mosaic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just, I I just don't want to be wasting, you know? Well, like what, what are they made out of? You can reuse them. Ceramic? Ceramic? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, okay, so we get back to the house eventually. I love the scene with Portia and Tanya counseling Cynthia. Oh, same. Yeah. Tanya's a good woman. Tanya is an all-star. I know, and she's in so much of this trip. And it's like, this person who brings more than someone like, well, Eva, but I was going to say, I was going to use it to drag Kyle Richards, brings more joy and light than someone, some than so many other of these housewives. She's on the sidelines. Give her a fucking peach. I mean, I, to me, it's like Tanya should be holding Eva's peach. Eva should be the friend. Right. You know what I mean? No, well, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Although I want to reiterate the rumors that we heard that Marlo makes more money than Eva. So I wonder like, does it matter if you're holding a peach? It matters for public perception. Public perception. And like it's holding a peach is a really big honor. An honor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh we eventually make it to the vineyard. I love I-, I loved this. I mean, but it continues with like Kenya being bad. <laughs> exactly sorry yeah. <laughs> uh this is where uh Portia and Nini like pull each other aside yeah but before we get to that I just want to talk about Cynthia's face during the vineyard and like as the man is explaining different things and she's like trying to go along and then she's like they're talking about rosé and she's like oh yeah I can't keep that at the like it goes flies off the shelves at the cellar and she she keeps on saying the cellar so this poor man probably thinks it's an actual cellar where it's a store in a fucking shopping center next to a kroger in georgia when when marlo said oh i have a great marketing idea you should put my picture on one of the bottles (laughs) and like cynthia played along and she's like oh yeah like definitely on one of the higher end brands yeah i was dying i I would I would exclusively, like, forget Loverboy, I would exclusively drink Marlowe Hampton branded wine. I would 1,000% too. Yeah. If they made it in red, white, and rosé, I would buy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the Nini and Porsche thing. How do you feel about that? I mean, everyone thought it was, like, sneaky that they went aside and did it in secret. I also, like, don't remember why they 
fell out in general? Well, they showed the text, so you might have missed that. <clears throat> the the Nini calling her like uh, piggy with the busted shape. Oh grand- yes, yes, yes. And yes, then yes, like yes, the yes. granddaddy long legs. Like we read those texts on a on a prior episode. Yes, I remember now. It's all coming back to me. Yeah, as Celine said. But like, I don't even remember what. Oh, I think that was like a result of the closet closet gate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like the the original fight is stupid, and I think even this makeup is stupid. It's it reads me like super fake, especially like Nini crying. It just didn't seem real, though. Portia seemed to think that it was like the realest Nini's ever been with. Oh her. yeah, but I I feel like neither of them are really like articulating the issue, other than just crying and hugging. Right. Like, I don't think we actually got down to the bottom of anything. Right. But they're back to big sis, little sis. Is this like true present time as well? Do you know, do you have any information about that or no? I don't have any information okay. about that. I follow Portia on Instagram. I don't follow Nini. So. Uh, speaking of following Portia on Instagram, I did love when they were in the markets and Portia was like, oh, get, like, I'll buy this, but then give me this for free. I'll tag it. To my five million five million followers. <laughs> I love that. Did you see also when they were in the market, somebody had stopped Marlo to take a picture? Oh with? yes, yes, love. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So then we go to the cat and dog restaurant. I love when people have to interact with animals. I don't. <laughs> I know. That would cats be very are stressful. so cats are so cute. Oh. And the way that Nini was talking about these cats, I was like, what about Wendy Williams, who has chit-chat in my way, who write on her Instagram, and this is actually a PSA to our followers, um, even if you don't want to go follow Wendy Williams, I would check in with her once a week and see what posts she has done that are written in the voice of her two kittens who are called chit-chat in my way. Yeah. They're great. Uh, Portia, while the cats were attacking, <laughs> said something like, by the blood of Jesus, we bind you, Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Portia, God, everyone's doing a great job this episode. They really are. Uh, so this cat and dog dinner transitions into the ruins party. Wait, speaking of the dog, I just want to mention someone when the dog walked in said, oh, hey, Lassie. <laughs> and the dog looked nothing like Lassie. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, my God. Okay, the ruins party where we wear our goddess leaves when we want to talk to each other. You crown someone that you want to make up with, right? Or, yeah. or like talk things through. Yeah. And so I was trying to assess like the alcohol situation here because they were talking about it. So at first they had four bottles of wine. They said, that's perfect. But then there was a fifth bottle of wine that appeared. And then Marlo was like, I'm going to bring the Grey Goose. And it's not just a normal bottle of Grey Goose. It's the biggest bottle of alcohol I've ever seen in my yeah, life. That, she, that she's taking a shot from while people are fighting. I, I loved that moment also. Yeah. Um. I don't even like care or remember like all the one-on-ones. Except... The one I cared about most was Tanya okay. and Kenya. Okay. Yeah, um, I feel like that that was good. And but it was it was Kenya apologizing at first and then complaining that she didn't get an apology from Tanya because Tanya brought the wig. But it's like if I'm Tanya and Kenya's attacking me in the way she did, and I think Tanya articulated this like. I would be nasty too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, you're bringing was... up this cookie lady? Yeah, yeah. Um, the the part that like makes us look at where do we go from here is the Nini and Kenya thing. Right. Because like if you guys can never make up, like what are, what are we going to do? I know. And it's, it's only partway into the first season y'all are back together. Yeah. We can't do this again next season. Not at all. And I think, I feel like Nini's getting the edit to, like, solidify her back in. Yeah, because there's things that I like about Nini again. Like, she, there, I think that there was one scene where, like, she was hanging out with Cynthia and, like, 
maybe Tanya or something in the morning. Yeah. Like, not, like she was, she was like laughing with Cynthia points. Like I, she's trying her hardest to be back in a way, this back half of this season. Whereas at the beginning of the season, I was like, I'm not into her being back, but yeah. More than Kenya. Cause Kenya to me sometimes is just like, it's all negativity. Yeah. And it's like, the only thing she wants to do is fight in the, She's funny, but she's not funny in the joyful way that like Portia and others are. Yeah. Although this is reminding me now, present day, I think Nini and Candy are getting into it. They are. Yeah. On social about something like Candy or Nini's telling Candy she had no storyline. So she's coming after her or something. And it's like, eh, if anyone's yeah. fighting like these, like right now, it's like, get a life. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it for Atlanta. I mean, I, like I said, to me, the best episode this season, I think. I would agree, I think. Yeah. Let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. Great. It was a white wedding. It was a white wedding, a wedding we've been waiting for. It was... I've actually been dreading it. So it was technically better than I anticipated. Yeah. I mean, I was waiting for it in terms of getting it over with, but right. um, here we are. Uh, we have Lance Bass finally arriving. He didn't want to partake in the uh, five days of festivities, I guess. There is a certain kind of Southern gay guy, and they're all exactly like Lance. Like, I, Southern whites are exactly like Lance Bass. But I, I, I don't understand, like, what, <sighs> what it is. It's like the way he talks, his mannerisms. I mean, I'm from the South. I, it's not It's not everyone, but it's, yeah. there's a, and like, I don't know. Like, you know, like Clay Aiken. Mm-hmm. Isn't that similar energy? It, it's like a little like Southern gentleman-y, but yeah. make it gay. Yeah, it's very that. <laughs> uh, I did it's love. so phony. Him like, and LVP hanging out. And doing uh, the rehearsal slash her impressions of Jackson Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Kristen keeping Carter away in another hotel. At the Hilton. Which goes to the point of like, if you are in a wedding party, you cannot have a plus one that is not good with everybody. Right. They need to be able to like, float by themselves exactly because if you're in the bridal party you're a busy person you know yeah, a busy little beaver oh is, i guess is it or... is it wedding part i guess we say wedding party now because like for my wedding there would not be a bridal party right yeah. i mean yeah gender is a construct tear it yeah. apart uh i loved randall laying in bed with Bo. That was romantic. But like, Randall is how old and he didn't know what time he was supposed to be at this wedding. And he relied on Tom Schwartz. If you're relying on Tom Schwartz, those are dark days. Those are dark, dark days. But I think um, Lala did mention something about uh, normally he has people tending to him. Like an assistant, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, and those people were not here. Can't those people tend to him remotely? We're yeah. all learning how to work remotely exactly. these days. Well, hope, maybe they're going to sharpen those skills uh, in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. People are like filing in. We we peep Shep. We uh, peep Shep. We peep... Um, Larry Burkhead. Larry Burkhead. Was the daughter there? Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn. Uh, I didn't lay eyes on her, but I I don't know. Is she friends with Jackson Brittany as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like on the same emotional level as Brittany, definitely. Now, we thought Workuses and Stephen McGee were present. Stephen McGee was definitely present. I saw him post something. I okay. still follow him for some reason. Yeah. Well, I think that's like LGBT solidarity. And like we go to the same Fresh and Co. Mm. Which that particular Fresh and Co. The business has gone down because they opened up a sweet green across the way. Oh yeah, how do you but, even compete? I know, but like, I like them both for different reasons. 
What's the reason? I feel like when I'm going to Sweet Green, I want like more of a bowl experience. But when mm. I go to Fresh and Co, I just want a salad. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, uh, we're walking down the aisle. We get to these vows. The friend re- friends references a plenty. Yeah, I mean, we already learned that Jax loves friends. People always say when anyone brings up like Harry Potter on Twitter, people are always like, read another book. Well, with friends, like watch another show. Yeah. Uh, even Hooters references in the vows. Mm-hmm. A well, sign that was of things. Foreshadowing. Yeah, a sign of things to come. Um, meanwhile, back at the ranch over in WeHo, the kids are up to no good. Uh-huh. Uh, we got. Dana reconsidering getting back with Max because she thought it was Jones instead of Jones. Like there's two different Jones restaurants. Yeah, can someone who lives in LA get into the comments and explain the different Joneses? I've heard of Jones on third, which is J-O-N-E-S. And yeah. then I think the other Jones is like Joan Rivers. Well, I mean, it sounded like one was a fancy Italian restaurant and the other one was like a casual brunch place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as Danica explained, who cares where they were? Like, they were hanging out anyway. Is Danica the one who had to um, blow into her steering wheel? Uh, cheerily blow into her steering wheel. Yeah. Like, like, she was like, to be talking about it on camera so lightheartedly, like, what a, what a good look for her. I know, and, like, you could have been avoided this entirely by, like, taking an Uber and not having to, like, put that about yourself on TV. But I guess, yeah. I mean, it's a show. It's a reality show. Yeah, show reality. Show. Okay, let's get back to the wedding. Schwartz's 20-minute speech during that reception. What would you do if someone did that? Like, I could see you. I, like, know the look you would have on your face. I'd be so annoyed. Like, I don't... The thing is, I don't mind a long speech, but he's a dummy. He was just, like, Mm -hmm. rambling stupidity. And quick tip, like, I don't like speeches that are, like, about the, the speaker's relationship with one of the two people getting married. Right. It's weird. It's gotta be mostly about the two people getting married. Right. Like, Schwartzy, no one cares about you being roommates with Jax. Hate to tell you. I kind of care. I know, but like, you care because, <laughs> like, this is a television show. But if this was, if these were just people who were friends, like, we don't need to get into their own history. Right. That's just a quick tip. <laughs> uh, Duty and Duty is just like leaving Carter at the table with like Logan no and the other gays. Logan was happy to host for Carter. Yeah, I mean he had a gl- he had a glimmer in his eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we make our way to the sweaty after party? Let's go. This was looked so nasty. I just like turn on the AC, please. <laughs> We're begging it, you. It's July. Um, and then just like Jack's, Jack's behavior, first of all, like freaking out, like have someone else handle it. And Tom eventually did, but like the, I was trying to figure out what deal was struck where they had just all this like vodka that people could drink, but like it was a cash bar for everything else. Yeah. I mean, it feels like Jax is claiming he paid a hundred thousand dollars for this, but the venue had to want this publicity. Mm-hmm. So there had to have been rounds of negotiation, I would imagine. Totally. So maybe part of it is like, okay, we won't charge you for the meal, but you need to supply the alcohol. Right. Interesting. I don't know. Do you think Svedka was sponsoring this wedding? No, I don't think so. Loverboy <laughs> should have, though. Loverboy should have jumped in. As well as... Marlo Hampton branded Cynthia Bailey wines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we have a still to come this season. Yeah, with uh, extended trailer, which was great. Um, it looks exciting. There's interesting things. Stassi's going to be mean to Kristen. Stassi's going to get engaged. Stassi's going to get engaged in a graveyard. 
Yeah. I'm glad this wedding is behind us now. Same. I feel like we could like talk about something else on this show now. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we're going to be back with um, New Jersey and Summer House. Woo. And we are back to wrap Jersey? up. Jersey? Jersey. Jersey's in Summer House. Um, I like this Jersey reunion, but it also at some points feels like not a lot is happening. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah. I, I feel like sometimes when more happens during the season, less happens during the reunion. <clears throat> yeah. And for Jersey, it feels like in a lot of ways, aside from maybe Jennifer, that the main cast is more looking to be friends and harmonize, right? Yeah. And so there's like not as much conflict as there would be. Yeah. And like I was even watching, sorry, I was even watching earlier parts and like the fact that Tree like is, seems to be totally fine with Jackie at this point is wild. I love it. I love it too. Uh, we do need Caroline next season to like stir this up. I know she was um, doing a um yeah. on her Instagram story. She was doing a manzoed with family puzzle. Mm. I guess they like made puzzles for it, and she was doing it during her self isolation. I love it. Uh, I do want to point out this episode. Jackie and Jennifer. And to some degree, Ziemelis and Dolores barely said a word. I know. Wild. It was like, all we needed was Joe Gorga, Margaret, Teresa, and Danielle. Yeah. And they, it's so funny that they like have Joe Gorga just sitting by himself in a stool with all the rest of the men gone. Well, being like dragged back in. It's not even like they sent the other men out. He was like, okay, right. let's bring Joey back in. Right. Uh, so he comes back. back in the... Yeah. Do you remember back in the day on, How- on some Housewife seasons, they would like do weird configurations? And I think like Beverly Hills season one reunion, at one point during the reunion, they had a couch of women and behind them in stools were the rest of the women. And then on the other couch were like men. I really don't they remember used that. used to do weird ass configurations. Yeah, I don't remember that. It happened. Um. Yeah. But so Joe comes back to talk about Joe Giudice. Yeah. Uh, in terms of divorce, how Joe spoke to her, how he speaks to her, her now. Um, Teresa wanting to meet a new man, a Jewish man. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone's, like, on the same page. And, like, to some degree, Teresa is as well in terms of, like, oh, we should get this show on the road with a divorce. Yeah, and then Andy also talks about running into Teresa in Miami, and she was with a bunch of men, and he asks her if she, quote-unquote, got her pipes clean that weekend. Yeah. She didn't. Yeah, she did not. And then also, so she says. this is being filmed while Joe is in Mexico. Right, and we all saw those photos. Yeah. Joe basically, like, with a bunch of women grinding and, like, in a weird bed canopy situation with them. Yeah. But he said it was a guy's fishing trip. Yeah, I don't know what they were fishing for. Uh Uh-huh. So we're talking about infidelity and cheating. Love seeing Jacqueline in a flashback. Same. There was a really. There was also another really good montage at the end or near the end. Yeah. Oh, the, with like, like the ten, the ten seasons. And to watch like Teresa's face during that montage was like a wild trip because it was oh. like her versus Kathy, her versus Jacqueline. Like Rosie popped up. I mean, we even got like Jennifer reacting to it, and she was kind of like, <laughs> uh, "I, I like don't really understand." the celebration like so it's 10 seasons but it's not 10 years because it premiered in 2009 and then we were doing that time capsule 
and it was like, see you in 20. But I think what Andy was saying was we, we will open this during the 20th season, not 20 years from now. Right, but the time capsule, like, was weird because it was, like, all kind of, like, objects that could survive that. Then donuts. Jackie put in donuts. <laughs> so we're going to open up this, like, nasty-ass time capsule. <laughs> Except, like, I, I do want to say, if they were Edgeman's donuts, they would probably last. Uh, good good uh, call back. Good call back. Um, do you want to talk about Danielle? Because... Yeah, I mean, we have to. I thought that, like... It was really a non-event. And, like, it just served to make her look bad. And I think it was just, like... Everyone seemed... It just was, like, everyone versus Danielle, obviously. And that was that. And we already knew the announcement that she was leaving. So there wasn't any, like, tension um, because of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter you for a moment. Okay. I don't I don't think she looked that bad. I think her her points, especially against Teresa, are very valid. She's just so bad at articulating herself. Well, yeah, her points against Teresa are valid, definitely. But like they got her in a corner with the thing I thought with uh, the hair pulling because after they read the question from Jacqueline Larita yeah. where like Jacqueline points out like that she made such a big deal and went after an 18 year old and yada 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 and they like kind of pushed her into the corner with that yeah I mean listen yeah there's there's that there's like her, when Andy brought up Danielle saying like I was abused and like her answer was like well abuse is like a vague term like what like what are we talking about like there were definitely moments where she was not articulating herself the best like she just she's not good at at sounding like a sane person right yeah did you did was it talked about in the reunion or is it just something i know from hearing an interview with jennifer talking about a dinner she went to with danielle where danielle like ripped her a new one no, that's like not in this. That, I think you learned of that elsewhere. <clears throat> so, so basically, they went to a dinner with Jennifer. Jennifer's sister and Danielle went to a dinner, and I think Jennifer was like asking her about the Beverly thing. Yeah, and Danielle like flipped out and like went on like a rage because of like it has to do with the abuse and all that stuff it's an interesting interview i should figure out where it's from and post it in the facebook group because i'm not doing it justice um to what jennifer said yeah but yeah that was before this season was filmed so that like is part of what goes into jennifer's attitude about uh danielle this season that we just watched yeah jennifer is so it's like two ends of a coin with her it's like you know how danielle was like you either love me or you hate me there's no in between jennifer's almost the opposite where it's like i both love you and hate you yeah and it's like changes with the wind yeah so like this is the end of the season we know production's fucked right now so who knows what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. what do we want same cast obviously right same cast, I think, bring in Caroline Manzo. I would say we need, like, it wouldn't hurt us to have seven housewives. And it wouldn't hurt us to have, like, a friend or two. Yeah. I think bringing Caroline Manzo full, bring in a friend, and the friend should be one of Jennifer's friends. For sure. Jennifer needs I, a strong ally. And I think we just need, we need to see... We need to see the Caroline Manzo, Teresa with Dolores in the middle relationship played out on TV. Well, that's what we need. Well, Caroline coming back would justify Dolores' presence so much. I mean, I think Dolores' presence is justified. I think that she's got like a strongish storyline with her weird ass, like polyamorous relationship. Well, she definitely like opened the door to something interesting next year. Like, I'm not sure we're going to see David again, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, like, this this show more than any of them is all about 
family relationships, whether they be actual family or chosen family yeah, in a lot of ways. And I'm not trying to like hijack chosen family from queer people, but like I'm saying it's like, it's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid sounding, but I mean, like, it's like, I think Dolores and Caroline on a level have a familial relationship. Yeah. Um, as do Teresa and Dolores at this point. So I think it'd be interesting to watch all of that. And I, it'd be so interesting to figure out like, watch Dolores be in the middle of it. Cause I think right now she can be on in the middle of it easily because Teresa's on TV and Caroline's not. So yeah. like, but put Caroline on TV and all shit breaks loose or whatever it's called. I would like to see, uh, or know rather, which came first, like, was it Caroline or was it Teresa? Interesting. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. Sound off in the comments why. below. I thought it was. I thought it was Caroline, but the way that Dolores speaks of Teresa is Me as too. if they're like the best of friends. Well, I think we thought it was Caroline, and this is just my theory. I think we thought it was Caroline because Dolores was introduced through Caroline and through Caroline events on the yeah. show initially yeah. and on on Manzoed with family. But maybe it was Teresa and they've known each other longer and maybe they weren't as close for as long, but maybe they've like gotten close and then not been as close throughout the years and that kind of thing. Yeah. Because Teresa and Caroline, I mean, Dolores are closer in age, right? Or I don't know. Are they? <laughs> Probably. Well, no, Frankie's only... I mean, Dolores like- is... A- no, Frankie's like 20, so, but that doesn't mean anything, I guess. Well, I mean, like, Dolores is obviously a little older. Older, older. She's probably, she probably falls between, I would say. Yeah. Because the, da- the daughter's like mid-20s. Yeah, the daughter's older than Frankie. And then Teresa has very young children. Right. And Caroline has children in her 30s. In their 30s, rather. Right. Yeah. But, like, Dolores also seems like the person who had children really young. I don't know. I think Caroline did, too. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know. We could simply Google their ages, probably, but (laughs) we'll just, like, like, guess. (laughs) It's more fun to just, like, think about it. (laughs) Okay, I think that is, I think that's it for Jersey, right? Yeah, I think that this this cast is the strongest that Jersey's had in years, definitely. Yeah. And they should all be brought back. Reunion aside, like, this season was the best season since, like, two and three. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually, like, uh, as you know, and our listeners not, might not know, our friend Brett is staying with us during this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And he has not kept up with Jersey. And like, obviously, you know, it's table flip and all this and that. We explained the Teresa clip and her freaking out at the finale party. Like we, like we, we spoke about it and then showed him that little montage during the reunion. And he was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that is like something right there. Like that was, yeah. that was like a beautiful moment in history. For sure. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's do Summer House, which, uh, according to Bravo Ratings Twitter account, had a season high this week. It's been having season highs, hasn't it? I, yeah, I Didn't mean, like, you say there was another season high, like last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago, or no? It was kind of just like I think it was a little stagnant, but this was like a season high. Did you feel like this episode was like extra chaotic? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of. We're picking up from a night out, so we don't have time to like get our bearings. Like we're not yeah. in the city, you know. It just seems like everyone went a little more bendery than they usually do. Yeah, I mean the girls are having their girls' night. The boys are fighting, and then they send Luke home by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before he gets home, like the girls are dressing up as like other people in the house, as the guys. Yeah, and Lindsay makes out with Hannah. Hot. Love it. Uh, okay, but then Kyle... I would ship that. Two good women. Yeah. Except uh, it seems like both of them have possibly found love 
in present day? Yes. I mean, we get later get to the date that Lindsay goes on, and I think she's with that guy. And Hannah seems to be with Luke, or am I dreaming this? Yeah, but Dolores can, is trying to sneak in there. Did yeah, you see that comment on Luke's photo? It was like, he was like, I'm heading over to like my lake house. And Dolores is like, I love lake houses. Good. And Dolores, I even, get it. I think even Hannah jumped in on the comments. Wow. I wonder what the state of the, the, Hannah, the Hannah podcast is. Feel, what's it called? Feel the burn. Something, <laughs> something about like <laughs> burning adjacent. I think it's like burn in hell or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not all these podcasts are equipped to like record, <laughs> record like us with, with scotch wow. tape and mics. Wow, you know? toot, your, toot your own horn. Yeah. Okay, but uh, back to this night, Kyle continues to go out to some bar that is carrying Loverboy and he wants to like mm-hmm. push the product. Yes. Meanwhile, Batula is calling him incessantly. At one point, the screen said 22 text messages or 22 calls. Calls. That, yeah. That's so bad. I know. It's bad. It's bad that he didn't. That's the really bad part. Yeah. Pick up your phone. I mean, we're, we're millennials. Yeah. He's like, he's almost a Gen X. He's almost Gen X. That's true. Yeah. I read that that's the generation that's going to save us all or whatever. Oh my God. That's what people love in this coronavirus thing, talking about the different generations and like the reactions to the coronavirus. Well, like the term millennials being misused a lot. Right. Cause people are using millennials to talk about Gen Zers. People who are in, co- people who are in college now and who are on spring break and partying are Gen Z. Yeah. Not they're millennials. famously not millennials. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so eventually Kyle does come home. Um, and then they're kind of just fighting the rest of this episode. Yeah. I loved that they were fighting. Like Kyle was downstairs outside and she was on the balcony. Yeah. There, there were a couple good moments happening. Bal- a lot of balcony work. Yeah. It's very Ro- Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Uh, but we have like this Carl and Luke thing going mm-hmm. on. Because Carl's upset Luke wanted to hang out with that Barry's boot camp. Wanted to go climb a rock with her. Climb a rock with her. Meanwhile, like Carl's the actual piece of shit here because like he's the one doing Lindsay so dirty. Right. They just were like, they just were exploring a romantic relationship. And then very next week, he's asking out this other woman in front of her. Yeah. So that's not cool. Uh, and then obviously Lindsay's upset and we get something that I don't believe we've ever gotten before pantry footage. Yeah. So I think they secretly put a camera in the pantry and didn't tell anyone. And this is just another example of people on these shows thinking that there's rules Yeah. and then the people putting the show together, breaking the rules. So the pantry was the safe space where people could go and like have a private conversation for the most part. And it was like one of the only places in the house where you could do so. And now that's gone. They're going to have to move it to the bathrooms. But I, I could see them no. putting a camera in there. No. It's like on this show, they straight up show them having sex. True. But that's like a bodily function. Going to the bathroom. Right. You know? I Next like year we'll get footage of uh, Kyle shitting. <laughs> oh my God. Bleak. There's not going to be a summer house this summer. <clears throat> I know. This freaking world we live in. Obviously, that's the least of our worries, but you know. Uh, we We do eventually go back to the city with Kyle and Amanda talking about wedding planning. And it's like two dopes who really don't know what they're talking about in terms of a wedding. Because mm-hmm. Kyle's like, I don't want people stuck at a table. Like, I don't want to sign seating. But then you have like a crazy free-for-all. Right. You know? It can work. 
I don't love it. I love having like a, a, a place to like leave my jacket if I want to leave my jacket. You know, like a home base. Right. And like you get to bond with your table mates. But like his complaint is like, I feel like a very outdated uh, notion of a wedding. Like if you mm-hmm. uh, lump together all of the uh, traditional stuff that you do during a reception, mm-hmm. you shouldn't really be hanging out at your table that much. You know? should be up dancing. Yeah, up dancing. Like let's get that dinner out of the way, speeches, first dance, cake, bam, 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 bam. Then we're done and we can just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for Summer House. I think we we also had a was that last week or this week we had a still to come. I think it was this week, still to come in Summer House. Yeah. They've been popping in those mid season trailers, which I love. Yeah. So we still have we still have a lot going on. Um oh we actually have that the the last thing of the episode was the Carl and the Barry boot camp instructor. Oh, date. which was boring. We didn't even touch on Jordan stripping down and like wanting to f with uh, Jules in the pool. Oh, God, and then not landing the ship or whatever. What did it, they say? Parking the car. Why? Like, why I wanted keep... the. <laughs> why is he doing this to himself? Yeah, like after after getting caught on film once, like we're, we're going to just continue doing this. I, it's wild. Oh, I, I, I wonder if we're going to see much more of him. I don't remember him popping up much in the mid season trailer. I know, but it's so weird that like the past couple episodes have been pretty heavy on him. Yeah. Pretty heavy on him. But I think doesn't Jules like make out with Carl in the mid season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully jo- we're done with Jordan. Cause there's only so much I could take of this. Well, I think Carl can land the ship. Yeah, he can land the ship. Park the car. Let's park this ship of a (laughs) episode and get to the freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. The freak of the week this week is Carter. Carter. So you, I feel like it's because why is he? Why did he go to this wedding? It's like you're if you're not enthusiastically invited to a wedding, do you want to be there? Especially when you're like like we mentioned before, especially when your date is busy. And all of the other people don't like you. And the reason for your dates fallout with half the people who are at the wedding is because of you. Yeah. So Carter's our freak. Our queen. Once again, coming to the rescue. Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel. She is she is demanding millions from all the billionaires. Mm-hmm. She's getting corona kits out there. She is She's getting cash cards out there. Getting cash cards out there. She's answering the call. I just saw her, I just watched her on an Instagram live with Katie Couric. <gasps> and she was talking all about it. I wonder like what do you think like this is it, or do you think like Bethany's going to eventually do something with us? What do you mean? Like, could you see her, like, actually for office run for an office? Like, would she actually run for an office, or is this like she's just a philanthropist? I think she's just a philanthropist. Running for office is like, and like being in office, I think would be too boring for her or, and she would get really frustrated because she wouldn't be able to get things done in the way that she likes getting things done. I think it's probably a good look for her to just stick to the philanthropist, but yeah, she's, she's once again, our queen and that's it guys. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We're going to keep this ship going. Toot toot. Toot toot. You can follow me at IDK, IDK. You can follow Brendan at not Brendan. You can go to our Patreon, uh, comethroughqueen.com um, to check out bonus episodes, pre-shows. The DC recap series kicked off. We're going to have more of that coming out. Uh, if you're not into the DC stuff, we also have bonus episodes covering other topics coming out as well. So you should be covered either way. Um, 
and you can email us at uh, comethroughqueen at gmail.com and mm-hmm. obviously join the Facebook group. Uh, just search for Come Through Queen and you'll find us. And that's it. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.